More agents need to hear that story. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I think this leads us really nicely into number two, because we're talking about the modern consumer being the modern agent, right? And having that modern agent mindset. Yeah. We have to be flexible. We have to be adaptable. Let's dive into topic number two. What does it mean, modern consumer? What does it mean, modern agent mindset? Yeah. So we talk about this a lot is that if we can all agree, like you and I are both online shoppers as well. I mean, it's in our DNA now, right? Like even my little kids know how to buy something off of Amazon or they could order an Uber if they wanted to, right? Um, and that's kind of shocking. But if you're out there listening to this and you shop online, I can guarantee you that if you pop on Amazon right now, before you, and if you're searching for a pair of sunglasses, right? Before you even get into price and style and what it's made out of and, you know, all that other crazy stuff that you, pick through while you're shopping. The first thing that pops up that you're going to prioritize is how fast can it get here? And is it of good quality? Like the four star reviews and up because there's so many different choices that we have. I have to whittle it down some way. I'm sure there's a lot of products that fit my need, but if it can get here today or first thing in the morning and it's a five star product, I want to see those things first. Then I will decide price and you know material and all that good stuff. So if that's who we are, if that's who we are at our core, then why are we thinking that the online lead is any different? Why are we assuming that this Zillow shopper, when they hit contact agent or when they're on realtor.com and they hit schedule a showing or whatever that button looks like, why are we expecting them? Why are we expecting them to be any less than five star quality or any, any less than like a super rapid response? So that's why I, that's what I tell all the agents out there is like if it's a moment for people to search for an agent, to shop for an agent, and it's a moment for them to hit that button. So once they get connected with you, if you're making it all about you and your schedule and you're just you, you, your tone sounds really crappy, right? Like they have the ability to find a better product. They have the ability to find somebody else who can get the job done. So it's super duper important to really come out of a cannon and provide that five-star service very quickly. They don't care that your sign looks like this. They don't care that you have a cool car or that your headshot looks like this or all the other glam things that people consider important in real estate. There was a survey. The, the two things, the two things that consumers care about in an agent, this was a survey done at the end of last year is trustworthiness mm-hmm. and responsiveness. That's all they care about. I, I, so, I feel that I win a lot of deals or a lot of people over because I shoot him a text back or I give him a call, say, hey, sorry, I'm on an appointment, yeah. I'll call you back, or I pick up the phone. You know, my wife's like, you're always so available. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the whole point. You know, like I, I do set boundaries, but after I, you know, quote unquote, convert them, that's when I set expectations and people appreciate it because they know that they are still going to get taken care of. Yeah. So this modern consumer, modern consumer is, you know, 
it's funny you hear you hear agents you know when you're in like the break room or whatever and you're talking you know to people like or after training or something and they're like man this lead this lead's changed the lead has changed you know i'm like yeah so it's it's it, like the leads are all getting together behind the scenes and saying hey let's go be less loyal to the agent let's go let's go make them work longer to convert us you know let's let's come in with like unrealistic expectations and see if they can try and get us back on the rails like that's what you're assuming that the lead has changed that much in two years or what's more realistic the the modern agents reluctance to adapt. You tell me, let's flip a coin. Like what's more realistic, the leads all banding together and colluding to make our lives miserable or your inability to adapt to a simple change that the modern consumer is asking for. Because think about it. The modern consumer has access to a lot of information. And for the realtor to be the differentiator, to provide something that the modern consumer doesn't already know, requires a little bit more work than it used to. That's what's changed. The knowledge gap between consumer and realtor. And there's a lot of people who just don't want to do shit. They want to they know what they know, and they don't care if the consumer knows just as much as they do. They don't want to, they don't want to spread that gap. So they're going to be the ones chirping the loudest. Yeah, and you, I'm disappointed for those you people. Know, you know the biggest thing that I always tell people, it's like, a real estate agent is absolutely pointless and useless because 90% of the information is available to the consumer online. Some of you are going to disagree with me and very well. I, I, I will encourage you to exchange your opinion here with me, but here's why I feel. And I think this way, Zillow, realtor.com, they doing it. Half the time, I'm sorry, 95% of the time, they don't want to fucking use the MLS or use our, beautiful apps that our company spend a shit ton of money for creating. So we give to our clients to go and search mm -hmm. nine out of 10 times. My clients, I'm, I, I send them the emails, I send them the listings and they're semi Zillow listings back, even of the same properties. I'm like, bro, did you not take a look at my email? Um, so from an access point of view, we're absolutely completely useless where we are invaluable where we cannot be replaced is the knowledge and the experience that we acquire over the years of doing it. The way we write contracts, the way we write addendums, the way we can look at a property, the way we can um, estimate the cost of repairs, if you know what you're doing, right? That's right. something that an end consumer will not be able to do. It's like, if you were a car mechanic and you don't work on cars, like, do you know how to change your brakes? You can probably pull up a YouTube video and learn, right? It's not super crazy rocket science. But if you have a car mechanic that does it 15 times a day and has been doing it for the last 40 years, who do you think is more equipped to do the job? Exactly. Same thing with real estate. So I met with a couple last night or yesterday, I should say. And, you know, I, I told them, like, listen, guys. What I'm going to show you, it's not revolutionary. You already seen the place. I sent you the video. Talk to me about how we're actually going to acquire this property. And then that's when I was able to flex because I told them about the different loan programs, a different way that we can use OPM and leverage and think about mm -hmm. how we can structure this because they thought they needed to bring cash to the table. I just showed them how to save 300K, how to write off 150K of tax liability yeah. on the property. And now I said, and I finished it off. I said, guys, there's agents and there's agents. You know what I mean? And both of their mm -hmm. eyes lit up and said, yes, we do. <laughs> and that's really what we're talking about here, right? 
Yeah, the longer you're in this business, you know that there is a talent gap in you know elite agents that are looking to get better, and the agents who are just doing this for fun or they're part time or you know, they just only work with friends and family. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, if you're in this business and you're pretending to be full time, but you're giving a part time effort, those you're letting the modern consumer down because so much is required of us to just even be competitive. We're not even talking about consistent income. We're just talking about being in like the top three in the multiple offer situation. I mean, you're not even sniffing income unless you have some of those ways to win skills or that wordsmithing skill or the follow-up skill, or like, are you good at recognizing a personality and do you know how to adapt to that person's style? Right. You know, cause if you're a big fan of personality assessments, you know, you know that you, you're not going to get everybody to like you. So the realistic solution is to adapt to them. I think that's what conversion is, but there is this knowledge gap, right? Between what the consumer has and what the realtor knows. And it's shrinking by the day and realtors have to make a choice to either widen that gap and provide some real value to let people know the truth about their market, not just what this consumer wants to hear. And there, there's a little bit of a courage element that has to come into this too, because some tough conversations need to be had. And we have to remind ourselves, we're not selling homes for a living. We're selling the idea that a consumer can do this. And we're selling the idea that when they do it, I've got your back. I'm going to help you through this. It's the largest purchase of your entire life. You need help. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. I think it's where you're really talking about there's positioning. Yes, mindset is a part of it, but it's also positioning because most consumers think that they don't need an agent until they're in that transaction. Yeah. I just had another instance um, over the weekend where I showed this um, buyer a property. She loves it. And she goes, by the way, I'm under contract with my landlord. I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Shame on you, Pete. You didn't ask. And this was a referral. So I thought, I thought, and I definitely thought wrong. This was a layup. She loved it. She, she would have written an offer right there and then. And I know I could have had her write an offer. But then she goes, you know, but I'm under contract. And I was thinking about buying the place that I live in right now, but I just kind of rushed into it. And, and I'm like, oh, God, talk to me about your terms. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> brace for impact. Yeah. Lo and behold... Her 15-day inspection period, so I don't know how it is in your market, 15-day inspection period, that's like 2016, 2017, like 15 days does not exist. My market is five to seven days, baby. If you're yeah, not doing five to seven days, you don't have good people, no. That's yeah, you're dead. plain no, right? Yeah. Um, and then she hits me, well, that's past. Everything's past. I have a loan commitment period and I'm like, okay, I can get you out of this. It's going to be ugly, but I can get you out of this contract. And she goes, you know what? I have 60 K in equity in this place. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, I'm on the contract for like 550. This thing is like 605 or 660. just appraised on a cost and a comparison and pair approaches. Right. 
So I had to say, you know, Mrs. Seller, as much as I would love to get you out of this contract, I think it's in the best in your it's in your best interest to stay in that contract. Yeah. First of all, you're going to lose about 20k unless we, you know, get have an ugly exit, um, which is then could have a domino effect that could impact you with buying something else. Um, so, you know, I had to do the hard thing. And, and the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is because we're talking about modern age and modern consumer. The modern consumer thought she was equipped with all the information required. And they were doing, they were dealing directly with the landlord. First of all, they were dealing by themselves. And then some agent came in at a 1% commission was going to sell this place screwed everything up, canceled out the contract, read it, everything. Yeah. I mean, it is messy. It's, it's like messier than a divorce. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the true value was, is I knew how to get her out of that contract. And I probably, I'm like 99.9% sure that I could have gotten the 20 K off the table. But the one thing I couldn't do is stand in integrity and tell her to walk away when she's got almost 60 K in equity. Yeah. Right. I well, do the right thing. Yeah. It's always by doing the right thing. And instead I said, listen, Mrs. Mrs. Byer, if you buy this place and you continue, let me stop over. Let's see how we can maximize your exit in the next year or two years. If that's mm-hmm. what you decide, you've been living there for five. So you've tolerated the things you hate about this property for long enough. And you tolerated them enough to write a contract. In the next one or two years, it's going to go higher and you're going to have more equity. The fact that you already have 60K in equity, you can afford to even lose yeah. that 60K and you'll still be good on the exit because you have the utility out of that property. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you're the only person that told me that. Every other agent I spoke with would have just written the contract. I'm like, yeah, that's because every other agent is going to be here today, gone tomorrow. I'm going to be here today. I'll be here tomorrow and probably way long after you are ready to sell this property. And, and hopefully I get a chance to list it for you, but I'm not doing yeah, it. More, more agents. Yeah. More agents need to hear that story, you know, or similar stories like that. And, you know, there's a level of assumptiveness that we have to have in our voice of just like, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the right thing right now. You know, I'm going to yeah, go ahead and do this. You know, you know what I always say, Mike? I say, hey, I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, the ugly. I'll be the person mm-hmm. that tells you the facts. You'll be the person that takes them and makes an educated decision about your past, present, mm-hmm. and future. That's my only job. I'm not going to tell you what to do because my clients tell me, what would you do in my situation? Fucking hate that question. I say, listen, I can't say what I can advise you on, but here is what I've seen in the past from my past experience. And then here's another story I pull from. Or I say, here's what I feel comfortable with. However, your risk level is going to be different. Yeah. One thing I'll do too, like when people say, Shaw, I mean, like, what would you do? It's like, well, there's two answers. I mean, do you want to hear the realtor, like the, the realtor version of this answer? Or do you want to hear like, what if we've been drinking buddies for the past 25 years, which version do you want to hear? And 10 times out of 10, like I want to hear the, the drinking the best home version. Like, Hey, look, buy this house or like they're going to counter you. So you need to be stronger or, Hey, you know, you're showing up with like this big bank pre-approval. It's not going to work in our market. You need to have my guy call you or you need to call my guy, whatever. We need to have a local lender do this. Your program sucks. we got to get creative. You know, these are the ways that we need to win this thing. Um, or Hey, walk away from this. There's 25 offers. 
You're going to be spending a hundred grand over list. I'd rather you buy a house that has some projects and you spend the hundred grand improving it that way versus just trying to beat somebody else here. You know, like having that heart to heart with people and it has nothing to do sometimes with real estate. And it's just like acquiescing to the situation that they are in life. And I feel like when we do that, it might not result in a payday in 30 days, but they might be a referral advocate for life. You know, and I like building my business that way versus just trying to get the deal done and moving on to the next person. And we could like, there could be a major disagreement on that, but like, that's just how, that's just, that's my philosophy. It sounds like yours in real estate. And you know what? If somebody's in this agreement, that's totally cool. There's more than one way to skin the cat. Some yeah. of you guys are going to be like, fuck that. I'm going to close that deal. Please be my guest. It's nothing wrong with that. It's your style. You know, and it, it may work really freaking well for you. And you may be slaying hundreds of millions of dollars in volume every single year. Totally cool. You may have a very turn and burn business. Also very cool. Um, is I think the, the point that we're trying to make here before we dive into topic number three here is the mindset is going to vary, which is also okay, because with the mindset that you have, you're going to attract the modern consumer that fits it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like my guys mindset. know that I'm going to go there and I'm going to fight like a dog for them. So guess what? When somebody's trying to, you know, do something that's not cool or maybe trash me, I don't have to say shit. They, I have a, I have a hundred warriors behind me that will do the, do, <laughs> do my bidding for me. You know? Yeah. Well, you you said something too. It's like a, it's like a trigger word that I think that realtors hear all too often. You know, and I'm I'm very brokerage agnostic, so I'm not saying anybody's responsible for this, but like certain certain vocabulary words in the business just get overused too much. And I think it falls on deaf ears when we're really trying to make a point. And like, you know, mindset is one of those words, right. Or, or shift or, you know, insert buzzword. Right. Look, I try to give an example on mindset of just like, well, if you feel like the market is going really quickly, you know, it's moving very quickly. Let's just call it a hundred miles an hour. Right. Yep. The markets, your perception or your mindset, your perception of how fast the market is moving is only relative to how fast you are moving. So say, for example, you're driving down the highway at 70 miles an hour and the market, like another car, blows past you at 100 miles an hour. Like it's noticeably faster, right? And you're like, man, that person must be in a really big hurry there. you But you can still see what kind of car it is, what color it is, et cetera. But if you're standing in your neighborhood or your whatever your street subdivision and a car roars down your street at 100 miles an hour and you are standing still, it is shocking. It is like it's a blur. It's shocking. And you're like, my, oh, my word, like what is happening? Right. And it's the same way. Realtors who are standing still perceiving the market moving around them at 100 miles an hour, they you can't even say the word course correct. You can't say the words, hey, you know, just minor adjustments and, you know, just your day to day. Like those people have to start all over. Or quite frankly, sorry if this is you, you probably need to exit the business. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 